Hello and welcome to the Optional Podcast, episode number 132 for the week of September 17th, 2018. The Optional Podcast is a show all about the latest in video games and entertainment recorded each week from New York City and bounced around cables and satellites all around the world and right into your listening device of choice. In your ears too. Uh, as always, I'm Paul Tamayo and I'm here with my co-host, Cam Brewster. Yo, what up? Did, can much, you believe man. that it's September already? Do like, you remember? middle of September. It is. It was just August. I'm, I'm, I'm into it. I'm, I'm over the summer. Yeah, I'm 100% over Not really a summer person. I haven't been a summer person since like 1999. <laughs> like, <laughs> since you were yeah, a child. Since I was a child, yeah, when yeah. you had off of school and shit. But. Yeah, I'm not really like a big uh, summer person. I also don't, we, I don't really get the opportunity to go to the beach and shit that often. And I'm not really a beach person. I like going to the beach. I but, like the beach, Yeah, but it would have to be like a Long Island beach or like the Caribbean. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't want to go to like Coney Island. Yeah, I'm not trying God to go to Coney forbid. Island. Get yeah, my friends always invite me. I'm like, I'm good. No, I, like, I grew up on Long Island, dog. Like, yeah, some good beaches. Yeah, there's some really good beaches. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I uh, won't even go to Jones Beach. That's how Jones bougie beach. I am. Oh, I won't. I won't go. Oh, you, yeah, I won't go to Jones Beach yeah. either. Yeah, yeah. I like uh, Robert Moses. Robert Moses is great. Cap yeah. Tree. Cap Tree is good. Fucking. Amazing. I mean, I like Robert Moses Beach, not the man. What's that beach that that guy killed those women? <laughs> Jeez. Remember in Long, Long Island, there was like a serial killer. He was like killing all these um, uh, street uh, sex workers. I don't know. Yeah, the Gilgo Beach killer. Jeez. Yeah, they think they got him or he, they think he died. He was doing it for years. Wow. Yeah, it's a crazy story. Man, Long Island's fucked up what? in so many ways. So many ways. Man. God damn. Just, yeah. Especially nowadays, too. It's like, oh, man. what's going on over there? Anyway, what's good? And uh, <laughs> not much, man. It, like, like I said before, it's like it's nice being able to enjoy the fall as slowly as it starts to come in. Because like we had some pretty bad, like I don't know if it was like I guess it was because of the hurricane. We had yeah. some like pretty bad, and I, I know that like some places have been getting hit pretty bad because of the hurricane. Um, but so we didn't have it anywhere near as bad. But we also like it was kind of nice to have that cool weather for a bit, even if it was a little humid from from you know. It was super nice. Like I, I just like listening to the rain. So nice. Yeah, it was raining sideways the other day. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> How do you prepare for <laughs> yeah, that? Yeah, like, how do you do this? In a Captain America shield. No, but what have you been up to this week? I didn't do shit, man. I've just been working, uh, watching some TV. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, pr- pretty much business as usual for me, but I did finally bite the bullet and get my little I burner. See. Got my little Nokia 3310. Paul's a hitman on the low. I'm a hitman, uh, indeed. Uh, no, man. the contact. Just a picture, and then he throws out the phone, <laughs> throw snaps out the phone. it in hand. I take the battery out. I like, <laughs> I like swallow the SIM yeah, card. Right. Um, yeah, no, I've, I've been wanting to do it for a while. Like listeners of the show will know that, like I've been talking about doing something like this. I mm-hmm. talked about the light phone way back when, and I'm actually waiting for the light phone two to drop, even though it's like mad expensive. It's really expensive. It's like three hundred. It's like three hundred for one. Not for me, dog. Uh, so I might do that just because I like how small and I and just like slim how dope it, it looks. Yeah, it's so small. It's yeah. like the size of a credit card. Yeah. But for the meantime, this was cheap. This was like fifty bucks. About at Best Buy. Um, it only works, I believe, on uh, two carriers, and one of which I happen to be under, which is AT&T. Sweet. And I bought it, and I only I was only going to use it if I could actually just like pop out my SIM card from my iPhone and switch back and forth, which mm. I learned you can do. Um, so that's what I'm kind of that's what I'm kind of doing for now. This is sort of like a, a, a half step, but so how's it how's it been? It's been pretty good. It's only been two days in, and whenever I go out, uh, thankfully I've only been sort of within the area, so I haven't really gone too far. Venture to 
excuse me, venture too far. And I've also been with Yang. So mm-hmm. I'm always like, oh, you can, have you, can a, you Google this? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she's like my Googler. She's um, my Google wait, assistant. So it doesn't have any like internet access or anything? It has internet access, yeah. And I have I have internet. I still have my internet plan. Okay. But uh, it's like you don't want to use the browser. <laughs> it's it's literally like a flip phone web browser. It's the Opera browser, nice. like the mobile Opera yeah, browser. Um, it's real bad, but um, I'm mainly, yeah, I don't even, I downloaded an, uh, an email app, but I had to like set up the, I had to do the settings and I didn't know how to do it. So I just like, fuck it. This, I won't have email. What was like the immediate challenge with that? Like off the bat, you were like, wow, I, I don't know. You know, <laughs> so like I, for a while now, like for, I, I want to say for like a couple years now, I've mm-hmm. actually been slowly but surely like weaning myself off of like the Apple ecosystem. Cause I was nice. like, I'm deep in the Apple for ecosystem, sure. especially for work. Like I think for work, if, if you're a creative, Apple is sort of like the default by a lot of, in a lot of ways. Like it's just easier to use all the, all the apps are like kind of optimized for Mac um, there are like typefaces and, and Adobe programs that like work specifically like better on Mac, right. uh, on like Apple, I, a Mac OS. So for that, I'm obviously still going to be like in the Mac system, but like, I don't have a MacBook pro anymore. I have my PC primarily at home. I have an iPad that I use on occasion at home. And then there's my iPhone, but, uh, yeah, I've been like slowly getting out of that ecosystem. And the, the hardest thing that I've learned so far after having gotten this little burner phone is that um, Apple puts a stranglehold on your phone number. 100%. So your Apple ID and your iCloud shit, like it's it won't let it go easily. So I had to um, delete all of the devices that I had synced with my iMessage. I had to delete them from my mm-hmm. Apple ID. I had to delete my number. That didn't work. I had to go to the Apple site and then like type in my phone number. They sent me a code that I had to deactivate it that way on my other phone. So like, they don't want you to leave. Shout out to Apple. <laughs> they do not want you to leave the Hell Apple ID no. system. So I figured that out, but I think the hardest thing, and uh, I'll wrap this up shortly, but I think the hardest thing is that like, I- I've been wanting for a while now to just like, I don't like the way in which I mentioned it a while ago, like probably a couple months back, but I listened to a podcast about how um, we're addicted to our smartphones for sure. and, um, and I realized that like in, in a lot of ways, I'm addicted to my smartphone and I don't, I don't like what it does to my attention span. I don't like what it does to me as like a, as a human, mm. uh, the way I rely on it and depend on it so much. So, um, and then you go and you travel and then you realize like, you know, when you're not really using your smartphone as much, you're still a functioning human. You can still figure things out. You, if you get lost, you get lost. You, you figure out a way to find directions, even if it's in another language. Yeah. One thing I did find out that it's really hard. If you don't have any phone or anything electronic, it's hard to, f- or like a watch. It's hard to find the time. That's true. You can't find the time walking around. Yeah. Like the other day I had, to, well, it was like a couple months, it was like a month or two ago. I dropped off my phone to get fixed and I was like walking around for two hours. I was like, oh, cool. I feel good. Like just free. <laughs> so I went to the park and I was like reading and then I came back. I was like, what time is it? <laughs> I was like, I don't know. Like how did, how do you tell the time? Yeah. Yeah. And then I was like way like I had stayed too long. Like oh. I was like three hours in. It's I was like, like where were you, it went dude? By and, yeah. I thought it was like half an hour <laughs> past. And I was like looking for a clock. I was like, yeah. where is there a clock? No, yeah. That, that's I ended actually, up looking into like a chase window. I was like, <laughs> I think that says, yeah. Looking like, at some guy's computer. Yeah. Like two, They were closed. I was like, I thought. <laughs> you got so a security weird. I'm dead serious. Like, I was literally like. That's ah. hilarious. No, yeah. So I think one of the, the, the main challenges at first, and like I like to say like, oh yeah, I'm not really addicted anymore, but there's a lot a lot of times where yeah. you don't really notice it until it's gone type of deal For sure. where like we were waiting at a restaurant or like I, this morning we went to go get coffee and I ordered first and Yang was still in line making up her mind. And I sat down and I was just like, <laughs> <Popped it. sighs> 
I just I like sitting there looking yeah. around like, what do I do? What do I do with my yeah time? And I look like a weirdo because everyone else is on their iPads or their MacBooks and their man. phones. No, so I was just like, I just like had my hand in my pocket. And I was like looking out the window, like just looking at people, Observing shit. Yeah. looking at everybody else on their smartphones. It, it feels like a Black Mirror episode. It definitely does. I noticed that like last night I went out uh, with some friends and like, you know, when there's like a lull in conversation, yeah. it's like... You see everybody kind of like in a row do it. It's sad, yo. It's so sad. Even when I'm out with like with with friends and we're having dinner or something, and someone pulls out their phone, I always feel like, oh man, really? I think it it satisfies a a bunch of things. I think it satisfies like your attention, right? Like gives you something to do, Mm -hmm. and then it also like gives you that like tactile feel. Yeah, something in your hands. It's like fidget with. Yeah, it's like it's, it's that, and then like just being able to like fill the time. You know? Like, let me look for something to talk about. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it was interesting last night at dinner, me and Yang were talking about something and I brought up a GIF or a Vine or something. And like for the first time ever, I just had to move on. Yeah, it was like, uh, I, I can't if show you. If you don't remember, then I can't. I can't show you. So you just trust me. It's really funny. <laughs> That's dope though. Uh, it, it is really cool. It makes you engage more with people. And, and it, this sounds like, and obviously like, like I mentioned before, this is a half step because I'm still going to have, like, I, I still, I'm not denying that smartphones are incredible pieces of technology of that are, are extremely useful, but I'm acknowledging that, like, we sh- we have to start looking at them, looking at them like they're tools again, and not like they're not actual the lifelines. Lifelines, yeah. yeah. So, my, I'm still I still have my iPhone with me primarily for podcasts and music, mm-hmm. and like if I want to download Netflix shows or whatever for commutes. But even then, I'm probably going to just be reading or or listening to a podcast. But or, the, the cool thing is that you can keep that in your bag. Yeah, keep your phone, your new phone, in your pocket, mm-hmm. and you have your Bluetooth speakers, so it's like. It's not a hindrance. You're not like connected no. to it anyway. So. Yeah, yeah, and and for the most, I, I think for Just the most part, <laughs> yeah, like that's what I do anyway, right? Yeah. Like, but every morning I, I make sure to download everything I need, and then when I'm on the train, when I'm stuck in the tunnel for 45 fucking minutes, right. I have everything in offline mode, including my podcast. So, um, yeah, it, it's it's not really much, uh, much, not much has changed. Although I do kind of foresee some problems in the future where I'm gonna have to use Lyft or Uber yeah. or or something like that or um but that in that case I'll just pop out my sim card and throw it back in my iPhone and I'm okay. Yeah. But for the most part for day-to-day life I want to just be able to like disconnect completely and not have to rely no, on any is text and phone It'd be fun. Yeah, just just call me. I realize I don't me. use my phone to the extent that I need it to. Like yeah. I do use Twitter and Instagram. But that's pretty much it. And to Google things. Right. You know, like directions yeah. and shit. But uh, yeah, man, that's cool, man. I'm a, yeah. I'm, I'm interested to see this journey. Yeah, me too. you've always been kind of like that. You take some time to like disconnect and shit. So yeah, I think it's important. I mean, I'm, I'll I'll talk about it a little bit more in the in the second half of the show today. But I do think it's it's important to like not become, you know, a slave to your device either. I think it's like I think it's important to know when to use them as tools and when they're using you in some ways. So Ooh, think about like that. Mirror season four. There you go. Coming at you. I, I can actually totally write. <laughs> yeah, you definitely. Yo, my thesis. I didn't realize this until recently, but my oh, thesis film was a Black Mirror. One hundred percent. Yeah, I think about that all the time. That my thesis mostly <laughs> about Travis punching watermelons. <laughs> that was wild. Yeah, I was like, "Yo, we're good." Cut, Jesus, Travis. There was so much fruit. Yeah, it was fruit everywhere. Yeah, um, but yeah, so all right, jumping jumping into what we've been playing for the week. Yeah, um, yeah, I'll go. Yeah, I've only been playing one thing, and that is Destiny, Destiny Two. Two for a second. Uh, I beat the campaign. Nice. Uh, which I thought was really dope. Like I was into it. Um, they set it up in this way where. Uh, the whole Cade thing happens where he like gets killed mm-hmm. and your character basically um, takes a vow to like kill those responsible. Oh. And it's like, oh shit, Destiny's taking a turn for some dark. Sh-. Like it's always gotten like dark, 
but never like in a real way. Yeah, yeah. Like never like I'm going to kill people in cold blood. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and you literally have a list of names. Oh shit. And you're going around finding them and Damn. killing them and those interactions are really fun. I mean, they don't do it they don't like make you say anything or anything. You just kill them and then you move on to the next one. But it's like one down four more to go like that type oh, of thing it's shit. like yeah and you're just going through and then you get that down to the last two people and you go through it. and like the the ending is really good and they they kind of turn it on you like they turn it on you like you know the question i was asking is like why am i just killing all these nameless aliens and oh, they actually like address that a little bit oh, yeah wow. they kind of like pose that question like are you the bad guy Damn. Yeah. <laughs> what is your yeah, destiny? What is, yeah, pretty much. Um, but it, it's good, man. I, I, again, Bungie. Bungie. Keep Come it going. On. So on the, on the, at the end game, that's when the game opens up. They open up this new area. Um, uh, I forgot what it's called. But basically, it's a, the in, new in-game area where you can, like, level up and do all these different activities. And there's a shit ton of activities to do. There's, like, different bounties and different quests and daily events and mm. all this stuff. But it's so hard to know what to do because they don't tell you anything. Uh-huh. They tell you, like, bounties, but they're like, go to the Forsaken Shore and do this shit. And I'm like, I don't know where that's at. <laughs> it's not on the map. Oh, like, that sucks. So you, got, you end up, like, looking shit up. And it's like, it kind of takes you out fun. of it. Yeah. And then you have to get, like, so the game has a soft cap of 500 light points. Okay. And that's, like, the max you can go. And then you have to do, like, the in-game content. So you have to do, like, the Nightfall Strikes. Mm. You have to do uh, Crucible. You have to do the Raid. That just came out also. And that'll bump you up to around, like, 520. And I'm only on, like, 505, and it's it's taking me a long time. I've, oh, I wow. put in, like, a lot of time in Crucible lately, which I have been, like, really enjoying. But nice. It's uh, it's just hard to like get there, and like just to be clear, like the raid they recommend you being at five fifty or something like that. Okay, and I think the the level cap is six hundred, like completely the oh, hard cap. Wow. So from what I've been hearing, the raid is like undoable. Only three teams have done it so what? far. Yeah. Holy shit. And those are like creators and shit. Like, wow. you know, like the people that hardcore play Destiny that don't have jobs. Like, they finished, like, the first team finished in like 18 hours. Second oh team, God. oh, the third team was like 21 hours or something like that. How does that work? Do they just like, do they just never leave home? Probably, yeah. Oh my God. I mean, it makes sense, right? If, if, especially if it's their livelihood, it's their that's job. True. It's like, yeah, I'm getting paid to play Destiny. I'm going to. But is it like straight or is it segmented? Like, can they just be like, yo, I'll see you tomorrow? So from playing like the older raids i know that there are checkpoints and okay. as long as you finish it within the week you'll save your your checkpoint but you have to be you have to pass certain checkpoints got it like got but it. Ab- after every checkpoint you can take a break um but i don't think these guys did because <laughs> you have to figure it out first like what to do which is a puzzle in itself like not saying anything like the the, the game looks amazing the grades are always fantastic sure. well thought out it's fun but again it's like you have to play with the same people all the time and you have to have those people there for you Man. all the time. So it's like it's kind of like discouraging because I was like, I know I'm never really going to get there unless I join somebody's like raid or something. But even then, like I, once will probably be enough for me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just never nice. going to be that hardcore Destiny player that I want to be. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And this game really like wants you to be that. It 100% player. wants you to be that. It yeah. wants you to, to go all out. It, it, it rewards hardcore play. It rewards that nonstop play. Um, 
like some of the missions are like you have to like grind out to get like the the new um exotic weapons like you just have to keep playing and then they'll like pop up it's like oh if you do the gambit mode you have a chance like a three percent chance to get this drop and it's like well how many games is that gonna be you know three percent or i don't know i don't know i'm exaggerating but but it's just like yeah it's it's like a ridiculous chance that i know i'm not i'm not that guy to even get near that you know like i'll play gambit maybe once or twice right uh, which is really dope mode by the way i've heard a lot about it yeah um i've only played it like twice just to get the like the um the rewards but uh it's pretty cool I'm, i'm excited i would like to play with a group of people that i know that way, it's like not just like randos. Sure, sure. A lot sure. of people just go rogue and do whatever they're gonna do. But it's fun, man. Hey, it's, man, it's a good game. It's just it's just one of those games. It's like, damn, man, I fall into this trap every time. And yeah. it it's really fun when you do have that like main crew. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. It, it's it's a little lonely. <laughs> yeah, man. If it was like my only game, probably. Mm-hmm. But man, falls about to hit right now. And oh yeah, man. Uh, what what's next? Red Dead's coming out. Red Dead, yeah. There's something else right before Red Dead. I think Call of Duty. Call of Duty. Call yeah. of Duty. Call yeah. of Duty. Yeah, I'm excited for that. Yeah, I'm actually kind of. I'm, I'm intrigued. That's actually. Um, are you good? With, are you, you, mm-hmm. you done? Okay, cool. So speaking of which, uh, I've been. I played the Black Ops Four beta, the yep. the Blackout um, mode in particular. How was that? Um, to be honest, I don't love it. And I, of course, to be fair though, I only played solos. I know that like um, these kind of games really kind of. Uh, they become something entirely different when you have someone to play with, like cooperatively. So if you have duos or you have enough to, to fill a four-man squad then, <clears throat> or for a person squad, uh, I think it becomes a different story altogether. And I didn't do that, even though like after having played solos for a bit, a couple people were like, yo, you want to do, do duos? And I was just like so turned off by the game itself that mm-hmm. I was like, nah, I'm okay. I'm, I'm going to keep playing Spider-Man or I'm going to keep playing something else. And I don't know, man. I, I think it, it it feels good. The shooting is great. It feels like Call of Duty. It's very slippery. It feels like um, it's it's super fast the way Call of Duty is fast. But then there are times where uh, you feel like you're emptying an entire clip on somebody with armor, and you're like, oh wait, you should have been down. I like saw what this. happened? Yeah, a lot of yeah, like yeah, the TTK is insane pretty wild yeah <laughs> if you don't have the right and then like ammo is scarce, so like or scarce. So if yeah. you if you don't um. If you don't have enough, then it becomes a problem. And another problem, and that kind of stuff can be fun to juggle um, over time. But it definitely felt like it felt like PUBG. It felt like uh, so how do, how are they royal. balancing like the speed at which it plays with the large play space? Um, like, does that feel weird? Not really. It, it uh, thankfully the the circle kind of closes at a decent speed, and then there are like ATVs, and I think there's even like helicopters oh, and shit. Okay. I don't know how people are getting into helicopters, but uh, <laughs> you can find. But the cool thing is, it's it's definitely it's it, its own sort of flavor of battle royale, where like the weapons feel familiar. There are like really cool references and callouts to previous Call of Duty maps and, and levels, and uh, there are even areas that have like cemeteries with zombies and like they'll come at you. And what if you the kill hell? them, you get some really cool pickups and stuff. So there's a risk of reward there of like, do I make myself known to the area and like go for it and then get some really cool shit? Or do I just like, st- and the zombies also provided a decent like challenge as well of like, Oh shit, I want to be quiet, but there's someone over there. Oh shit! So that's kind of interesting. That's, cool. that's It is pretty cool. But I think overall, like I think it feels really generic. Mm. I feel like, the map was like a, a large reflection of how I, I thought the, uh, and I, I'm, I'm talking about the aesthetics, not necessarily like the, the layout. Like PUBG. It looks like PUBG. And, and, it, and I'm not really, I've really been turned off by how much the Call of Duty series, especially as of late, has been so like, I mean, it's always been this way, but I feel like lately it, it feels like G.I. Joe mm. in a way that's like, you know, 
army soldiers yeah. and like all the text on the screen feels like that and it's like like you know green there's, there's a guy on the radio yeah it's green there's a guy on the radio like area of uh, operation closing and like that kind of like militaristic shit like i'm super off that right now and like yeah i don't know something about the there's, blackout like the, uh, the blackout mode to me just felt like i'd rather be playing PUBG or i'd, I'd rather be playing Fortnite. Mm. um so i know a lot of people though in particular have have loved it and they, they were telling me about how much they like enjoyed their time with it but for me it just like it was not clicking at all and i don't know if it's just like a black ops thing that maybe maybe i don't like black ops yeah that's what, that's what i'm saying like maybe it's a call of duty thing where you're just not yeah. into the treyarch games maybe. or it's call of duty maybe it's like it might be just Call of Duty's not for you anymore. It might just be like this is a flavor of Call of Duty that I've never really liked mm. because I love uh I loved Advanced Warfare. That was the last one I played, like way long ago. And that's the who makes that one? Um The original team, right? Sledgehammer. Sled, oh Sledgehammer, so that's the third team. Yeah, Definitely. yeah. Okay. I liked that one. And then I, I liked the little that I played of World War II, but that felt obviously it was way different. Mm. But um it's something about black ops and, and call of duty where it is now where i just feel like it's a little too much a little right. it's, it's a little too like saturated it, it almost feels like you take a sip of tea that's like way too sweet <laughs> and you're like oh that's a little too sh- that's too much man i need to like water this down so that's kind of how i feel about the, the blackout beta I, I am curious to play more of it if i get a code for it somehow maybe i'll play it more but i don't think i'm actively gonna like buy it um, with my own money um and just like kind of seek it out but i know a lot of people are looking forward to this game and i'm really curious to see <clears throat> to hear what other people in the in discord or on twitter ha- feel about this game <clears throat> excuse me damn yeah uh, but yeah, it's, it, it was fun though. Like the shooting and stuff, like the, the little that I, I, I kind of did my thing here and there and had fun with it, but it's just like, I'm actually way more intrigued by the, um, battlefield series. And it's interesting. I, I read something that like call of duty for the first time in years is actually um, more popular in terms of like uh, people who are streaming it and stuff. Um, because both sense. betas ran side by side. Yeah. But it so, also makes sense. Cause like a lot of people who were, uh, call of duty players went to Fortnite. Right. And then now that this is coming back, I wonder how that's going to shift. Yeah, it's true. Um, does Fortnite seem like it's on a downtrend? I don't know. I'm not entirely sure. I'm, kind of, I'm out the loop. I haven't same. played in so long. Me, like, yeah, I played in weeks. And I haven't been even fiending to play. Like, yeah, same. It's weird. I was like, yeah. I kind of like it, though, because I was like, I was addicted to it, to be honest. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. It, those games can get addicting. Yeah. Um, what else you play? I hundred percented Spider Man. Hey, I got the like underwear Spider Man suit, so I'm happy about that. Uh, I'm, I'll probably go back to it here and there. I know they're working on a. Um, oh, that's in the news section. I won't give that away. Yeah, yep. I won't bear the leap. Um, and then uh, I started up Dragon Quest Eleven on the strength of like Tim's video and his. He's been talking about it for forever. Like I, I've just been kind of itching for a decent JRPG. Yeah. And I've heard mixed things about Dragon Quest Eleven, but he he like loves the series. He's like a super fan and he loves this game. So he's been talking about it a lot. And, and like I had a chance to get a code, and I was like, yeah, I'll take it. And. Uh, I'm liking it so far. I, I like what I, I like the world, I like the music, I like the characters. It reminds me a lot of like obviously Dragon Quest Builders. Um, a lot of those, that stuff is still the same. It's still like from that same series. So it feels very familiar mm-hmm. to me. And um, it's pretty good so far. I feel like I'm still in the opening segments of the game. It's still extremely linear, but like I'm still getting a hand, handle on the um, like the combat and like the traversal and like it's very simple. It's a very simple RPG, which I, which I also appreciate to an extent. And, but a part of me, I was all, always wondering in the back of my head, like, damn, I would have loved this on my switch too. At the same yeah. time, like, I, don't, I don't think there's anything that like can prevent how's it, it. How's it look? It looks pretty good. It looks like a, it looks like a really nice, um, just really simple art style that it's like sort of cell shaded. I think it might be cell shaded. Um, 
And it just, it feels nice. It feels like it has that, like, you know, that Dragon Ball style art style. Of course. And, um, yeah, the music's so, like, cheerful and pleasant and everything's colorful. Everything's, like, super <laughs> cute. And like, even the monsters, you're like, oh, look at that thing trying to kill me. Kill it. Yeah, we'll kill you. <laughs> uh, so I've been having a lot of fun with that so far. I'm only, I'm only about, like, four hours in, so I'll have more thoughts on it hopefully next week. And then, so there was a Nintendo Direct earlier this week, and this game, I think, was in there. Uh, it's a game called Old School Musical. Where, um, it's super. It, it caught me super off guard. Uh, it's a game. So it's it's on Switch and PC at the moment, mm-hmm. and it's a game in which it's like a, it has a pixelated old school um, like pixel art style, and it has it features chip chip tune music, but it's a rhythm game. So it's like a, it's a it's a rhythm adventure game. So every there's a story that unfolds, and each level is like a part of their journey. Mm-hmm. And while things while things are happening in the background you're in the foreground you have notes sort of falling or sliding across the screen where you have to hit them on time to this like music so it's a rhythm game and then there are like shoulder button um prompts that you have to do as well like different sequences but man this game is incredible like i i it super caught me off guard like the music is amazing it like varies from like funkier like jazzier beats to like techno and like and they're good they're good songs okay. it's all chiptune so like i mean if you're you're if you're really not into chiptune then maybe it's not for you but <laughs> Don't yeah but it also like it pairs so beautifully with the art style because yeah. like the and the other cool thing is like so it's a really funny sort of um it's a really humorous take on like an adventure game where it's like these two kids who start off like at their at their home and their mom it's like they're overbearing mom is sort of teaching them how to be like how to train and stuff which is basically like the game itself like the rhythm stuff and uh it starts off in this pokemon poke pokemon pokemon my mom pokemon. <laughs> it starts off in this pokemon land <laughs> Yeah. And it feels like Pokemon and you are like, while you're doing this stuff in the background, like you're running around and like your mom's throwing shit at you. It's like really wacky <laughs> and bizarre. And then the world starts glitching. And then like they use that as a, as a device to sort of um, transport you to different game worlds. Oh, so then you cool. go to, so you go to Mega Man, you go to Ninja Turtles with NES, you go to um, Metal Gear Solid, you go to Outrun, <laughs> you, you go to, and, and apparently there are 50 levels. Whoa. There's a ton of content in this game. And um, and are they like this is the game or it's like this is it's like a parody? Oh, okay. It's like super, <laughs> I was about to say yeah, like yeah. what? Well, it's do? so funny though because in the Metal Gear one, like light spoilers, but in the Metal Gear one, um, they have like codec conversations. <laughs> nice. And it's actually a Nokia phone. It's like the old school <laughs> Nokia phone, but they have like the illustrations where they're talking to each other. And uh, the younger brother, he's dressed like Quiet from Metal Gear <laughs> yeah. Five, so he has the bikini and like the tatted up, like the ratted up. Like it's so freaking hilarious. It has a really great sense of humor. I was like beaming about this game on Friday when it like it came out on Thursday. I played yeah. a little bit of it on Thursday night, and uh, because uh, I had to stream on Friday on Friday because we had a couple people out. I was like, oh, I'll stream this game. So me and Gita sat down and we played it. You can check it out on, on uh, Kotaku.com okay, slash yeah, YouTube uh, or YouTube.com slash Kotaku or kotaku.com slash videos or whatever and um yeah we streamed it for like an hour and change and i we had such a good time the developers like you know usually when a game comes out they'll be like kind of uh, perusing the twitch channel seeing who's playing their game and they hopped into our channel and they were like oh hey you guys are playing our game that's great and we and like everyone in the chat was like loving it they were like oh shit that's really cool like this the, you know i love this game i love yeah. this like art style and uh, it's a it's a really fun time. The best part is it's it's on Switch and it's on eShop and it's on Steam and it's like twelve bucks. Oh, it's super cheap. Grab that shit. Yeah, grab it if you're into if you're into rhythm games. I love rhythm games, and this is like it's like one of my favorite games I've played in a long time. I, I love it so much. It's such a simple idea, and it's executed on so well. 
Um, this is the rhythm of the night. It is indeed, <laughs> and that's pretty much it. That's all I've been playing that's for the most cool. part. That sounds really interesting, though. Yeah, I highly recommend that game. It's I so suck at rhythm good. games, but that music stuff might make me Just play it on easy, yeah, man. Right. Play it on easy. <laughs> um, all right, cool. Jumping into the news for the week. Uh, like we said a second ago, there was a direct that happened earlier this week that finally happened. That was supposed to happen like a week ago. Yeah, and then the weather. Yeah, the weather. Uh, unfortunately, stuff happened, but a lot of stuff was announced. Some stuff was sort of like okay, interesting. There's a new Luigi's Mansion in development for Switch. Luigi's Mansion Three in particular. Are you excited about that at all? Not at all. I didn't play any of them. Uh, I understand why people like it. Sure, but uh, yeah, I mean, I'm cool. I see why Luigi is such a big like. If they do something cool person. with it. If it, you know, if it's on my Switch, like I'll, I'll buy it. Yeah, right. Might as well. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Kirby Extra uh, Epic Yarn is coming to 3DS. They're that still making good. stuff for 3DS. Yeah. Bowser's Inside Story is also coming to 3DS. A ton of st- a ton of stuff. Oh, new Super Mario Brothers Wii Deluxe is coming to Switch. So basically, like a collection of their new Super Mario's games, uh, new Super Mario Bros games, and it's coming to Switch. So if you have, I think this is like perfect for like kids and stuff who who might have missed this on Wii U. I know there's a lot of people who, who missed a lot of stuff. This is a really cool story. Katamari uh, Damashi is coming to Switch. Is getting a remaster. Totally down for that. And it, it will support gyro controls and multiplayer. Yeah, I can see that. Which is really cool. It's called uh, Katamari Damashi Rerolled. It's coming out ah, this winter. Ah, damn! Yeah. I wish I thought of that. <laughs> and they showed uh, they showed off a little bit more about their their uh, their online, online service. Yeah. It officially comes out on the 18th, which is this week, and it will support online play, classic NES games, which which is what I'm most interested in, and cloud saves for most games, like we reported, like we talked about last week. Um, and hopefully, uh, you just don't break your Switch soon because then you're you're kind of fucked. But the the pricing is 3.99 for a month. Seven ninety nine for three months and nineteen ninety nine for twelve mo- for twelve months, um, and they're also it's also coming. They're also getting NES style controllers, which is pretty interesting for those retro games. Uh, yeah, okay. And they like it's weird. They have the little things on the sides. You can like dock them. <laughs> like it's weird. I don't know why, but sure, Nintendo. Why not? Yeah, why not? It looks kind of dumb when they when they're like slide in they slid in there. But I guess you could charge them that way. Um, I mean, this is what we asked for, though, right? They're like weird controllers, please. And they That's were like, true. We don't, what? We'll do that shit. Yeah. <laughs> we have weird controllers. <laughs> you play your NES sideways. Oh my God. It's weird. Um, this one was actually, I'm, I'm like most intrigued by it's, it's a new, uh, it's a working title. It's called town at the moment by game freak incorporated, which are the folks who, who bring you uh, Pokemon and stuff. Pokemon yeah. is like to call it. It's called town again. And it, it seems like just like a pretty cool RPG with a really nice art style. And I'm also all about those RPGs on switch. I think yeah. it's perfect for that. Um, City Skylines comes out on Switch. It came out on Switch. That's interesting. Uh, it's usually it's usually like on PC, and it, it, I'm very curious to see how this runs on the Switch. I think it's gonna like run like poop, but I haven't seen any any coverage of it yet. So we'll see, I mean, we'll it might see, be yeah. like a graphical downgrade for sure, for sure. But it's, it's also like I've always wanted to play those games, and yeah, maybe Switch would be the way to play it. So. I was thinking about like all those like Sim Cities and yeah. Roller Coaster Tycoons and all that stuff. Even yeah. though, like the Jurassic Park one that came out recently. Oh yeah, I was like damn, I might want to get that. I heard that was good. Too. Yeah, I heard it was really good. But That's awesome. It's too it was too much money <laughs> uh civ 6 as we uh, kind of already knew is also coming to switch civilization 6 that is i'm into that uh world of final fantasy is is also getting a switch the switch treatment uh world of final fantasy maxima is what it's called it's called it's coming out on november 6th is that like their uh like their fighting game it's like their monster hunter got you yeah it's like okay. a final fantasy monster hunter and then a bunch of final fantasies are getting remasters seven zodiac age yeah. Oh no. Twelve. Is you get. Oh yeah. Twelve. Sorry. <laughs> I just saw. Um. What's her face? Um, oh, Aerith. Yeah, Aerith. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Twelve is coming to Switch. That's pretty cool. I never played Twelve. As well no, as seven. remasters for seven, eight, nine, and ten two. Uh, they're also coming to Switch, which is a lot. And also very curious because like eight is not included in there, and eight never gets love. And I wonder why because like 
from what I know, I never finished it, but eight is pretty good. And I don't I wonder why. Yeah, I mean, they never showed love. I remember playing that as a kid. I don't think I finished it either. If it came out on Switch, I'd probably like officially revisit it. Just get it. Just get I would it. probably get it and I wouldn't finish it. <laughs> yeah, probably that's what I would <laughs> do. I got time for that. Word. Uh, and, then, and then finally, the, the, the end of the show with a bang. Uh, Big news. Isabel's coming to, uh, Isabel from Animal Crossing, to be, to be exact, is coming to Smash Bros. Ultimate. Whoa, what was that? And then more importantly, uh, it might be my fucking 2G phone right now. <laughs> just hacking in the wear <laughs> airwaves. And more importantly, Isabel, uh, as well as everyone else from the Animal Crossing world, is going to make their are they're going to make their uh, arrival on Switch in 2019. So um, yeah, a lot of really cool announcements. How do you feel about the Animal Crossing stuff? Are you I, a fan? I'm not a fan of Animal Crossing. I, I dabbled in the the mobile version, but I know everyone around me loves Animal Crossing. Yeah. Like my girlfriend loves Animal Crossing. My coworkers love Animal Crossing, and like this might be the time I finally give it a chance because like the mobile version that I played is definitely not the the real Animal Crossing from what I've been hearing. I, I bought the um, the last game on my 3ds mm. like as the 3ds was going out i heard that one was really good though. uh yeah i heard it was good but i just couldn't get into it like mm. i didn't know anything about it because I, I hear i heard so many good things since i was like we were in like the seventh grade right like, yeah <laughs> and, and our good friend manny was like yeah, loved that game love that game but um yeah i mean it's about damn time I think. yeah that's pretty cool it's a pretty solid direct yeah word it's pretty pretty solid and like a lot of cool announcements but um this, our last story this week or our second and last story mm-hmm. is um Insomniac reveals on Twitter that they are indeed working for a new game plus for Spider-Man, which I think is really cool because this is a game that I think that I will definitely be revisiting just for the story alone and for some of those major set pieces because you can't really revisit them unless you just play the story again. Um, and there are just really cool areas and, and levels that I feel like they designed just for the story. And like, I would love to see them again. And, and especially with photo mode, like with my new suits and stuff, like, oh man, definitely want to reuse that game. Yeah, it looks pretty cool. Um, the game is fairly challenging already, right? Yeah, it's pretty tough. Um, I, th- I think uh, after a certain while, though, I think it's kind of worth bumping up the difficulty because, like, you sort of get the hang of stuff. But I think there there's there are still opportunities there where, like, if you get caught off balance for a bit, you will get smacked. I wonder whether they're gonna add two new game plus, like any yeah. new suits or oh man, because like that's what you should do. Like a lot of times, you can't get certain things right on the first run, so you can get it. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. If they, if they add new suits with every DLC, then I'm like probably gonna yeah, get each gonna one. Get that shit. <laughs> I mean, I, I want to get them anyway, just because I feel like the story and like the the way the way they tell the story, I think is um it's really good. You know, I feel like I, I want to just watch it just for like the it feels like a cartoon or it feels like a really cool Netflix series. Mm-hmm. You know, um so yeah, I'll definitely be jumping on board when it when it comes out. Before we jump into the second half of the show, we just want to thank you all, our listeners and sponsors. Our show is 100% listener supported thanks to our very own Patreon. Yeah. Donating to the show means you can we can help deliver it to you each week. So if you dig the show and want to help keep the show alive, you give us some goddamn money. <laughs> give us some goddamn money. <laughs> Check it out at patreon.com. That's the optional and you can give us as low as a dollar. That's pretty cool. Oh my God. That's a good, nice option. <sighs> Don't give it option. to the kids. That are doing the showtime on the train. Because they might kick you in your they face. They might kick you in the face. That happened to me. Well, I, I didn't get kicked in the face. I got kicked in the leg. And the kid tried to offer me a dollar. I was like, man, keep your dollar. You should have been like, yo, go patreon.com. <laughs> go there. Give it there. What's good, Optional Podcast fam? This is Khalif Adams, the captain of the SS Chicago, coming through from Spawn on Me and shouting you all out here at the Optional and saying, yo, every Tuesday. 
you should come through and come hang out with me, Cicero Holmes, Sharif Jackson, Tanya the Pass, while we talk about conversations around gaming and race and also spotlight people of color in the gaming industry. You can do that on iTunes, NPR One, and Stitcher, and everywhere else that you can listen to podcasts. Much love to you all, and peace. Jumping into Feeling It for the Week. Feeling It is where we take one thing that we absolutely love from the past week that we've stumbled across that we think is worth sharing. Yeah, man. Um, I kind of like, I don't know if we talked about it on air, but uh, actually you were talking about Spider-Man, how it reinvigorated your love for like the Marvel shows and Mm -hmm. like just anything kind of Spider-Man involved or around adjacent. Yeah. Um, Yeah. And uh, season two of Iron Fist released uh, a week ago. Go, I guess now. Nice. Uh, and I just started watching it. Like, I was kind of like hesitant because the first season was trash. Trash. Yeah, it's really bad. I'm I'm halfway through it. I'm like, um, okay. Yeah, yeah it's, it's not great. Um, yeah. There's there's things to like about it. Like Co- the woman who plays Colleen, she's really good on the show. Um, uh, what's her name? Uh, Night Nurse. What's her name? Rosario Dawson. Rosario Dawson always holds the shows together. She's like probably the strongest in that um, series. But this series, uh, this season, uh, it started off really slow and it just like kind of bumped up and it, it was like it stayed at a nice pace. Nice. And the way they changed Danny's character is way better. Okay. They don't make him a man child anymore. <laughs> I can't wait for that. He's actually like that. thinking and he's kind of like pushed to the background a little bit. Oh, and let's uh, the other characters kind of get their shine, okay. which I think is the kind of the right move. Okay, and they do something cool with him. Uh, the villain is interesting enough. Um, they kind of did some like retcon situation where they changed a couple of things. Um, I don't want to spoil anything for anybody that's interested in it, but they they introduced the villain who is of the comics, but they also introduce his um, his symbol way earlier on in like daredevil season two i think um which i was like how how would he know yeah how would they know if he just became this person right right yeah it was just weird but maybe it was like a lore thing sure it's like because he got the name from like a scroll or something i don't know (laughs) who knows um but i just thought it was weird i was like wait what yeah how did he become him anyway but uh yeah it's good it's good and i think it ends on a really high note um some very comic booky shit Mm. which i think they're leaning into for this one like they're because uh iron fist is like mystical and he's not the rapper the rapper not the rapper (laughs) (laughs) watch it uh not not the rapper not mr cow not mr cow yeah mystical in like the arts (laughs) that's fucking hilarious watch um yeah so it's like it's hard to translate that on a screen i think and keep it and keep it like not uh, silly looking. yeah not silly yeah, and yeah. i think they were leaning more into it which i think is the right move It'd be like make it a cartoon <laughs> like you yeah, know what i'm saying yeah, like make yeah. this a wacky kung fu show you have to do that you have to do it yeah. go for it i mean the the first season really wasn't working and they're now they're doing this and it's really dope yeah they bring in some really cool like b the b-side characters <sighs> so cool i love when they do that in these so shows cool. um so yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, jo- I'm enjoying it. I can't wait till, you know, you, let, tell me you got, what you guys think, because uh, I really dug it, um, and I think you will, too. Yeah. If you're, like, kind of, like, uh, not into, just 
breeze through it, put it on in the background. Yeah, that's what I might do. Yeah. I'd like, especially now that I have a Switch, I can just play something on the Switch and True. have it in the background. But yeah, I'm trying to like sort of catch up and, and I have so much to catch up on, which in a way is good because I can just like marathon the yeah. shit out of it. But yeah, I'm, I'm going to make my way eventually to season two of Iron Fist, which I'm excited about. But uh, cool. I'm excited to hear that it gets it gets better indeed. Um, my feeling it is sort of something that I talked about before, but I actually kind of pivoted last, mo- last minute and I'm calling it audible here. But basically what I'm going to say is, yeah, live, uh, maybe unplug every once in a while, go to the park, go somewhere like a cafe, maybe like turn your phone off and, and just like learn to disconnect. I think it's important for your own mental uh, state. For sure. Uh, but my other thing too is... Um, I watched it a couple of weeks ago. I don't think I mentioned it on the show at all, but I, we watched this like Netflix movie. It kind of had a little buzz a while ago. It's called, uh, let me just get the actual name right. Um, it's called To All the Boys I've Loved Before. Have you heard of this? Yeah. Didn't you, did we talk about this before? I don't think I talked about it. I may have talked about it. I don't think you did it on the show. Yeah. I may, I may have talked about it like off, off air, but, um, yeah, it's really cool. It's a, it's like a, it's like a nineties, uh, teen rom-com set in like 2018 mm. so it takes all those like conventions of like boy meets girl kind of like boy meets girl it's like boy already knows girl and like all these other intricate like uh sort of subplots that are happening around the main sort of thing that's happening and it's a really cool it's almost like a 2018 version of like she's all that or nice. something like one of those old ass movies you know <laughs> exactly yeah Freddie Prince Jr. comes out of nowhere um, that would actually be the dope ass if he was like cool. a teacher or some shit in high school uh, it's really cool I think I highly recommend it like it's a fun popcorn watch if you you know you and your significant other want to just sit down and watch something yeah. funny and like pretty charming also like with people of color which I think is dope that's cool definitely give it a shot um, and uh, yeah also just unplugging from social media so uh, just to wrap it up uh, Iron Fist season 2 on Netflix and to all the boys I've loved before Version. Oh, yeah, we get a regular version. (laughs) (laughs) Feeling it. Finally got the right fucking version. Yeah, word. And download Mystical's new (laughs) mixtape. I'm sure he has one. I'm the Iron Fist. (laughs) (laughs) Watch my fist. Uh, all right, cool. Thank you so much for listening this week. If you have any questions or comments, send them over to questions at d-optional.com. We would yeah. love to hear from we'll you. We'll read them out loud. Yes, we will read them out loud on the air, and you will be famous Yes, on a very small podcast in New York City. Um, also, make sure to subscribe. We're not only on iTunes and Google Play and Stitcher. No. We're now on Spotify. Spotify. So if you have Spotify, the cool thing about Spotify, which I think is dope, is that not only is it the same app where you listen to all your music, but if you have a PS4... You can connect your account and you can listen to us on your PlayStation while you're playing. Not just like on a, it doesn't say just Spotify. It's like, yeah, you play Spider-Man. Exactly. Spotify. Spotify. (laughs) Exactly. So, uh, but yeah, so definitely subscribe to us on there. If that's your sort of uh, preference, Uh, either way, we'd like to give you options here at the optional. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, If you could also take a minute to rate and review the show on iTunes in particular. That's where the main hub is. Come on, so dice. Let's it helps us dice. If you could just rate us five stars, five, five stars, words. Five it really words. helps. I check it out every once in a while. I can check it out like once a week just to make sure we got another rating. And every once in a while we get ratings. But the reviews are also just as important. So yeah. please, if you can, bless us with a few words. That would be amazing. Don't forget, our bonus review podcast drops on Wednesday. Yeah, Wednesdays. Uh, Wednesdays. And this week we're talking about episodes three and four of Mobile Suit Gundam Iron-Blooded Orphans. Yeah. 
It's going to be good. It's going to be a good one. So catch up if you haven't caught up. This is a friendly reminder. And if you like the show and want to help keep it going, again, check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash the optional, where you can donate as low as a dollar a month. And give us what you can, man. Yeah, exactly. Instead of spending that co- on that coffee, maybe just get it. A- you could go to church and they pass that basket around. And you got to put the money in. You don't really want to. Yeah. Or you can give us that money. Exactly. Give us that church money. When we pass the basket around. Yeah. Just drop a They're saving the- babies I- and I shit. I thought it was trash. <laughs> uh, yeah, just please bless us with it, whatever you can. And anything is, you know, appreciated. Yeah. And our homepage is theoptionalpodcast.com. That's where you can find the show and share it with friends. As always, we're on Facebook and Twitter at The Optional NYC. Yeah. Our show's music is by the one and only Levi Pack. You can find him shout on... Shout out to him. Oh, shout out to him. You can find him on Twitter at L-E underscore P-A-C-K. Uh, so until next time, everybody. Peace. peace.